0: A from Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, and I of course have returned to my lovely home, um, no longer at the camp that brings so much joy, Camp Patmos, um, and I am joined by my great friend Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going today, Brendan? How are you doing?
1: Life's great, always great. Um, I was actually going to film this outside. I have a beautiful flowery garden and I wanted everyone to know that I don't just live in a small little box with a bunk bed and a couple of wardrobes, but uh, Logan just kept me up and so long the sun went down. <laughs> yes. So here we are. <laughs> we
0: will get to that later because we do yes. have a question about what could you talk about for hours and boy, <laughs> do we have an answer for you. So, uh, with that being said, we'll get into our questions today. We are again back on the hot seat, so we didn't get very far in the questions previous two episodes, so we'll see how far we get today. Um, I will hit the weird background music for us, and we'll get underway. So, first question, Brendan. What is the most bizarre thing that you've ever witnessed someone else
1: do? Literally, legitimately, unintentionally, flipping over banana peel. Two of my housemates and I were invited to go to another housemate's uh, birthday party back yeah. in 2012, May 13. And uh, three of us were walking to uh, Houston Station in Dublin. Uh, train station to go to uh, our friend's house in the Midlands and uh, one of my friends was carrying a big heavy case and just said oh i feel faint and i thought i hear an and we don't try this crack <laughs> we've been walking for like 60 minutes we had nowhere no idea where to go yeah um but the next thing she actually, just in slow motion put her foot down on a banana peel and whew, down she went and she fell so gracefully in slow motion my other friend and I just stood staring at her. We didn't run to help her, didn't ask her if she's alright. We just stood there staring as if to say, Did that actually just happen? And it did. That was bizarre. Yeah, that uh, is pretty
0: what bizarre. What about yourself? you adopt that? Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. So many strange stories when you work retail. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'll go with this specific one. And uh, I believe I've told it on here before, but, you know... It's been a while, so let's just do it again anyway. So there's just this lady comes in the store with, uh, she's an older lady. She comes in with her daughter. So her daughter's probably 40s or so, maybe 30s. But um, So she comes in and and her daughter comes in with full head of hair, of course. Um, But then as I go, they're there for like three hours and like towards closing time. And so we're trying to, like, get them out the door. Because, let's be honest, being at work longer than you want to is the worst. Um, So we're trying to get them out the door. And uh, as I'm walking to the back to check for things, check lights and all that stuff, I see this huge pile of hair. Like, we're talking this big. And I'm like, I'm like, what? What? It's like, this the size of like 12 inches of hair. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I go to the back and this lady, the the daughter is still in the bathroom. And so I just knock on the door and I'm like, hey, we're closing, whatever. So I go back up front and I realize that I need to go get my dustpan and I need to sweep up this hair because what the heck. So I go to sweep up the hair and next thing I know there's just this loud screaming and this lady goes screaming down the aisle that's next to me and then down to the end and then screaming out the front door where my other co-worker is holding the door open, completely shocked, and then closed the door behind her because we don't want any more customers coming in. Um, so uh, my manager had gone back while I had gone to sweep to kick this lady out. And as soon as she went back there, she went screaming past my manager and then screaming past me and then screaming out the front door and we found more hair in the female bathroom and it was just quite a mess um so yeah very bizarre she came back apparently later that week and knocked over all the jam and jelly jars and took off her shirt so that only her undergarments were showing and that was quite a quite a wild thing too so she got kicked out and she could never come back to the store so we never saw her again but Yeah, my one coworker had been there, witnessed both of those things, and the second time, she sends me a text at like 10 o'clock at night and was like, you'll never guess what happened.
1: (laughs) Oh, God love her. Yeah,
0: so very bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, here is the question you've all been waiting for. What are three topics that you, Brendan, could talk for hours on end about?
1: Logan's Luggle. Lo- <laughs> am I actually going to admit this? On Logan's puzzles? <laughs> I am. Um, I began speaking and then I was like, should I say or should I not? Logan's love life. I'm sorry, guys. I, that is why the sun went down and I'm back in here on that outside, you know, with a beautiful garden setting today. Politics. Love it. Fascinating. The backbiting, the wickedness, the policies at God's plans ultimately prevailing, justice, love it all and the word of God because what else would you talk about? Hello
0: yeah I mean it's not wrong um, <laughs> I uh, I think for me uh, it's number one God's word of course uh, I fortunately I feel like I'm called out and I feel like I have to say my own love life <laughs> answer number two because um, boy, sure, I could sure complain, and I sure have found some, some doozies of situations, so. Unfortunately, all of these people might be listening currently, so I have to keep names to myself, but. Yes, he didn't uh, say
1: doozies of women, These are doozies of situations, so rein in your horns, ladies, rain yes, in those horns.
0: Yes, Uh, if you have a problem with something I said, please send me a text. Uh, you have my number probably. Sure. <laughs>
1: And send me one too. You can't yeah, say yeah, anything for, I don't yeah. already know. I want to get more.
0: If you don't send them to, to Brendan, I'm just forwarding to them to him. So exactly. I know he's going to hear it eventually. So, <laughs> uh, and then <clears throat> the other thing, I can always talk about uh, board games. I can always talk about that. Mm-hmm. So that's usually a fun, fun thing for me to talk about. How to play board game. All right. Um, Brendan, who would you consider to be your hero? And I'm going to clarify this by saying Jesus cannot be
1: it. you got to use somebody else. Jesus hadn't even crossed my mind, I'm sorry. Oh. oh boy. Donald Trump. Love that man, he is just my spirit animal, he's amazing. I pray for him more than I pray for most people in my world, he is class,
0: love him Smith. Uh goodness! How do I follow that? I I thought for and sure you just you say, say you know me. you,
1: Brendan. Uh,
0: well, see, yes, you're somewhat older than me, but we're kind of peers, so it's not like you're like, you know, you're like you'll treat your brother with respect.
1: If, you know <laughs> here's what I'll say, you That's will become
0: you. my hero once you get married. All right, there you go.
1: That's guys, <laughs> Vince's ready to say you'll become a hero when you're dead.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, some people will say dead and
1: married is the same thing, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the stage of your life is over, and your actual life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I think my hero is probably a uh, biblical hero is probably Joseph or Daniel. Those guys were just they're they rock stars. Sorry. Um, but. Uh, I think just in my personal life, um, probably uh, the executive director that I work or work with this past summer at camp, um, his name's Dave Sellers. He's a great man. Um, he's gone through a lot uh, with his wife's cancer and her passing away, and just um, he's been quite a good example for me um, mm-hmm. how to handle things and helped me through the summer. Um, in different situations and stuff that was difficult for me so I appreciate appreciate Beautiful. him and I, I look up to him that's my answer um still Brendan has anyone ever said that you look like a celebrity and if so who
1: yes you have on this podcast um Damien Has has I don't remember his surname uh H-A-A-S. um He's a little bit more experimental when it comes to hair dye than I am. But <laughs> in certain photographs, I can see the resemblance, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, has anyone ever likened you to a celebrity? Uh, Not that that's really like, a good thing, though, because so many of them are, like, you know, no. pedophiles on islands, but, you know, yeah. one of the good ones, hopefully.
0: I've been told I look like Matt Damon, and there might be some elements of truth there um probably in the jaw and stuff but it's not a it's not a complete match so that's that's what i've been told i don't know i think they were just being lazy but that's just
1: that's just (coughs) (coughs) someone just trying to boost your self-esteem
0: yeah i guess so all right so along the lines of you know what's something you can talk about for hours what is something that you are very passionate
1: about Oh! Um, would this sound like an awful plug of, like, you know, myself, if I would say writing? I was gonna say politics, but actually I spend most of my time working on uh, my Triumvirate Saga series. Um, writing has been a lifelong passion of mine. Um, I love just, you know, world-building, world-creating. My characters are almost like my friends and my children. for um, of my hate, and uh, that way, it's a bit indicative of, of real life. Not, not that as Christians, you know, we go around hating people, but you know, we can hate what they do. Um, and I think it's kind of like—I know, I suppose—I don't watch TV shows or movies or anything. So I suppose <laughs> my um, creation is my own biggest form of entertainment. If that's fair to say. So, uh, yeah, writing, and if anyone believes that you've got a book inside yourself, or a show, or a play, or a movie, or a song, or a poem, but you think, oh, I could never do that, why not? Look at the tripe other people <laughs> release on, like, a daily basis. If something's in your heart, and you believe God's put it there, carve out the time. Give it a go. The resources are there to help you, to help refine the work to get you, know, to the proper standard. Uh, Release it to the world. You have no idea who it will bless. Um, And you know, the Word of God says that God gives us the ability um, to have the knowledge to create wealth. Um, We're not supposed to sit there idle. God is an inherently creative God, so uh, release what's in your heart. Get it out, release it to the world. You have no idea who it will bless or how it will bless you. And by you being blessed you're financially, you know, then you're know, you in a better position to bless even more people. And it just keeps the chain reaction of a blessing and favor going. So, uh, do it. Do it afraid. Step out in faith. Mm.
0: Well, I am passionate about two things. After that heartfelt answer, this feels wrong, but we might as well get it going. Number one, I am passionate about toilet paper. There is a right way and wrong way to hang your toilet paper.
1: Luke's has made, a
0: paper's great. We have a t-shirt that you can buy to support our cause. It's beard-styled, guys. Forget the mullets, stop the mullets. Mullets, no, say no, just say no. People tell you to say no to drugs. I tell you, say no to mullets. <laughs> And number two, this is Cheap Plug since Brendan did his Cheap Plug earlier. <laughs> Wongo Puzzles. We didn't
1: genuinely just include this question for plugs, people. This is just a coincidence.
0: <laughs> Wongo Puzzles. Very passionate about them. They smell nice, they're made of wood, they're very pretty. You can get yours in the link in the description. This isn't the formal supported podcast, but still do it. So there you go. Those are two things that I'm passionate about.
1: Good answer. Right.
0: So, uh, Brendan, what are some special talents that you possess?
1: Do I have talents? <laughs> I've been told I can be quite funny, but I often don't try to be. Um...
0: This is true. He doesn't try. It just happens.
1: <laughs> Every once in a while. I- I've been told that when I'm on the podcast all by myself, I am a very soporific voice that just puts people to sleep. Uh, thanks for the feedback, by the way, guys. That's uh, from Dublin to at Gmail That's <laughs> what everyone's looking <lucky laughs> for. He, he has that too, yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I, I, I think I might make with a funny um, Talents? I don't know. So, writing is, is, a, is a big talent of mine, um, but I like to think my real talent is encouraging people. Mm. Um, maybe that sounds like a bit of a soppy one. But um I do like to when I spend time with someone. I really try to see their heart. See what's really going on in their lives. You know, behind the smiles or the crocodile tears or whatever, but actually read the person. Uh encourage them, build them up on the inside and ultimately um point them to Jesus. Yeah. Maybe that's my answer. Otherwise, as, as this podcast ends, I'll probably think of like ten legitimate ones. Um, <laughs> um, I think,
0: I think mine is eerily similar. Um, I think it's just, uh, investing in other people is one of, something that I, that I, that God has given me a specific ability in to, um, care about them, be part of their lives, um, influence them, encourage them, give them advice, um, and uh, just be a part of them. I think God has also, over time, helped uh, give me an ability in speaking, um, both in one-on-one situations. um, And (laughs) it's kind of funny in the summer, there's a guy who has a counseling degree, was at camp um but he was coming to me for counsel which was kind of funny i kind of felt like i was getting i I was getting an honorary counseling degree since i was counseling a counselor um so i feel like uh god has has given me wisdom to be able to speak into people's lives and whether that's um in front of a bunch of people or it's just one-on-ones um but that's really an awesome thing that God has done. That's not me. Like, that is just God working through me. Um, so... That's, that's something that I would say. Are you
1: double-jointed? Am I what? Are you double-jointed?
0: Double-jointed. I am, yes. My, at least one finger. Um,
1: yeah. Follow up to the screen. There you go. There
0: we go. Yeah. That's his eyes,
1: That's his
0: Yep, pretty much. Makes all the girls count.
1: Yeah. Ew! You've got cuties.
0: Isn't he just such an older brother?
1: <laughs> That's why I listened to it for three hours before we went on air, people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't um, it. Uh didn't
0: Number 14. What is one story you remember your family telling you growing up?
1: <laughs> I remember being in a Chinese restaurant it's called Wow's. I like to mm. think it actually was a surname, but obviously it's also like, wow, cause the food is so good. Um, and literally <laughs> while the Chinese waitresses were standing beside us, my oh, father gosh. began telling a story about um, the first Chinese restaurants in my hometown, which is you 25. Um, and uh, <laughs> he said that At weekends, the Chinese restaurant owners, who are actually like, you know, proper gangland members, would leave their Chinese restaurants with machetes and just start butchering each other. (laughs) And he's sharing all of this beside a Chinese waitress who's just standing there innocently waiting to take her orders. (laughs) And I was like, sorry, babe, just this (laughs) could take a while to leave and come back. (laughs) Or just send the Irish (laughs) waiter. Don't spit in our food, please, I beg of you. (laughs) Although I shared this with someone earlier, yesterday, um, this week, yesterday I think it was, and she didn't seem to think it was true, but I'm convinced it was. I don't see why anyone would just lie about that. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Well, you should know. Don't you know about my town's history, for goodness sakes? <laughs> this is episode 93, people. Or 94. Whatever, Run, I don't know. It's 94. He doesn't even Where's know this? where we're at. Okay, I've lots lost times. We've almost made it to 100. We're getting there. We're getting there. I don't think I've listened to all of them yet. <laughs> I haven't listened <laughs> to any of them. I'm far too busy. Once we <laughs> release the world, i just assume it came out well.
0: Mm. Um. So, uh... Story. Um, I. This one isn't necessarily a story. This one is just, I came across this online the other day. Someone was saying something along the lines of lights on in the car and feeling that it was illegal growing up. Uh, I genuinely believe that because, you see, my dad, every time we'd get in the car, like late at night, and we would turn on, like, there's lights in the back that you can, like, read or whatever. My yes. dad would get com- really annoyed that we'd have them on, and mm. I don't think he actually said it was illegal, but at some point, I just thought it was illegal. Like, mm. we were going to get in trouble and pulled over if if we turned off the light. Um,
1: I think that's if true. if we, we left
0: the light on, that it would be illegal. Well, mm. we looked it up. This guy, this video was like, it's not illegal. You can totally do that. No cop's going to pull you over for having your light on in the back of the car. Like for you to read or whatever like whoever's sitting in the back seat it was just because my dad hated it he hated the blinding light in the back of his eyes um, so that was kind of interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, I think to answer the question a little better though one of the things that I was that story I was remember being told when I was growing up um, that when I was a baby I was like in the cart uh, like in a grocery cart and <clears throat> or a shopping trolley as you guys call it and so I was I'm just
1: like, to say that <laughs>
0: I'm in the front of it, and I just completely fall out, face, like head first. And apparently I cried a lot, but my parents were like, well, there didn't seem to be any damage. So it's
1: f-. like, <laughs> I literally just went like
0: this. So if you all think that I have something wrong with me, um, that, that's
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like me. I, when I think I was like two, I opened up a shed and I saw a two liter bottle of 7-Up. Do you guys have 7-Up? So yeah, yeah we have 7-Up.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but it actually wasn't 7-Up in times. It was petrol. Oof. And I think Mini-Me was very, very thirsty. So he used all of his strength to open the cap of said a bottle full of petrol and drank it. And, uh, needless to say, there was a hospital and some stomach pumping involved. And, uh, again, whenever someone insults me, I just say Sorry, can't help it. And I just did back to that moment.
0: <laughs> God could have taken me out right there, but he didn't.
1: Could have, and he chose not to. For so reason, here I am. Someday see
0: all right um we'll do i think three more so what would your ideal house look like and where would it be
1: oh my goodness i've been thinking about houses so much recently um i think i'll probably have like two or three houses um this amount of my life um but i think my first one i'd like something not too far away from where i currently live or the same town or Within like a 20 minute radius, I suppose. Um, I'd like a room for myself and the missus. And big enough, you know, for all of our clothes, maybe walk in closet, walk in wardrobe. Um, I think it's nice to have a room for all of your children, where they can each have, they can have each other of their own. Maybe like when they're younger, it's nice to share, but I think there comes a point where people do, like, their own privacy, um, so maybe four, five bedrooms, um, I like to do lots of windows, get all that natural light, in, natural heat, on the energy and, and gas pills, turn on the radiators as little as possible, I wouldn't live in a house and didn't turn on the gas or heating literally once. Although then the boiler froze and fell through the ceiling and totally destroyed the sitting room, but, you know. Yeah. These things happen. Um. Yeah, maybe a kitchen with a, an island. I kind know of, that leads into the dining room. So, give if you hosting, you don't have, yeah. like, you know... You're not entirely separated from your guests. And I've always lived with, like, a friend in back garden. I don't know how people cope without both. So, uh, that for me would also be yeah, quite important To Yeah. What does your dream house look like? Oh, it's probably
0: a massive castle that is uh, overlooking, like, a lake, and in the forest, and there's, like, mountain range in the background. Um, Has a lot of trails that you can go, like, walking on. Ah, nice to have Um, those dreams, too. Yeah. Uh, has a basketball court in it. Has a spiral staircase. Um, huge rooms. Um, gotta have some maids to clean it, because... I was just
1: about to say, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um. uh, there was something else that I would want. Oh! I want one of those bookshelves cases that, like reveals a secret room that of I can course. just ha- have my, like, video game or
1: something in there. You can't scary. have a castle and have a secret room. That's just irresponsible.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what my ideal house would look like. Nice uh, one. Alright. Where or what do you do to relax and be at peace?
1: <sighs> to relax. Goodness. Um, I don't normally give myself the time to relax. Um, I like to just be busy, 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 always on the go. Um, I suppose... I have a relaxing time. Um, when I'm on the bus for, um, reading. Uh, yesterday I finished H.G. Wells' The Invisible Man. So, I'm gonna start reading his book, The Time Machine. Uh, then one my brother got me called Spirit of the Satanic. And then one called Doom, which a friend got me for my birthday. Um, So, I have a relaxing time reading, thing, but it's not that I I read to relax. Like, if it's a case where I'm going to get stressed, I'd pray. And I'd just say, Lord God, my body was not made to handle this kind of stress. So I give it all over to you. I lay at the foot of Calvary at the foot of the cross. And I come now to the throne of grace to find help in time of need. But I wouldn't really have said activities, per se i do for back. maybe occasionally i might go for a run if i feel my head is just like overly busy of, that's it's once in a blue moon that i do it for that reason yeah
0: um i think mine is being out in nature in some way so taking a walk mm-hmm. going for a hike or something like that um because that's usually how i can like get out of the pent-up rage or stress or whatever it is that is making me not relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think spending time with people is another one, big one for me just hanging out with people um, because if I'm by myself, I usually can get into these really bad patterns of thinking um, mm-hmm. that can lead into uh, like bad communication with other people and say things mm-hmm. I don't mean or th- say things I shouldn't say because I get in this like, vicious loop of being wound up. Um, So getting out and interacting with people is a necessary thing. So, uh, yeah. On to the last question, which is, what is something that can always make you laugh? (laughs)
1: God damn me! Um... Take your time because I don't have any issues. The early seasons of The Office are a laugh out loud But, definitely, I, I enjoyed the show when I watched it, but I. It's not like I, I, I've ever re watched it. Mm, um, at least not fully. So um, there's one show on YouTube that I watch every week, maybe two or three times a week, called Zeducation. He um, posts really funny meme reviews. Has special episodes of, like, you know, hypocrisy as exhibited by politicians, celebrities, and mainstream news organizations and the likes. Um, every Sunday he has a meme episode, and that always makes me laugh. Sometimes it's just a chuckle, sometimes we're talking gold, you know, pure, white hot gold. And, uh, yeah, that's something I always look forward to. Um, so I think
0: there's, there's a TV show that it it goes on this, which is called the taskmaster. Um, that's hilarious. It's just this guy who sends a bunch of comedians out to do random dumb tasks, like, uh, carry an egg on a spoon across the line in the quickest amount of time. And it's just hilarious because there's these, these like comedians and they're funny to begin with. And then you put them in a situation where they act like idiots and it's just hilarious so i really enjoy that show um i think a lot of times it's it's usually people that make me laugh it's usually they're the most ridiculous um and uh, they just that's a rumor that most people don't um so i don't think there's anything like specifically like, a word or a phrase or anything that always makes me laugh. Um, but memes are probably up there. It's memes rare that I find a meme that great. just doesn't make me laugh. Um, unless I don't understand it. If I don't understand it, then...
1: Yeah, but... Oh, some memes have never been made. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they have, like, such a superb picture, but the caption is such a time.
0: Yeah. So... That has been uh, the hot seats today. So, Brendan, what uh what is what are we gonna have from God's word today?
1: Okay, so today we've got a juicy one. This is Psalm one hundred and fifteen verses one to eleven. <clears throat> Thank you what God is revealing to his kids today. And there goes my bookmark. Hopefully I remember which verse I was on from tomorrow. I know I'm somewhere in Psalm 119. Uh, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. And Logan's going to treat us to a rendition of that in very, very uh, few moments. So get excited, people. He's looking guilty now. I'm going to hold him to it. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. Next time someone insults my god, I'm going to say that to them. But their idols are silver and gold, made by the hands of men. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, noses but they cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but they cannot walk, nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, so will all who trust in them. O house of Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but I've always, ever since I became a Christian, had people lining up to tell me how idiotic I am, how stupid the whole thing is, how God's imaginary. And then, you know, they, they whip out uh, the Sunday tabloid of Mystic Meg and start trying to read the star signs and all this crack. Um, <laughs> you know, they say it's so ridiculous, you know, our God made everything from nothing. Because he is love and is inherently a creator. And yet they have, like, you know, their own um ever lengthening uh, treatise on, on, on the earth where uh, to try to make any kind of link between one idea and the next, they just throw in extra millions and billions of years here and there and everywhere. And very often. If you sit under that kind of criticism one time too often, you might actually start wondering, God, where are you in all of this? Uh, You look at the world today, and we just see people going nuts. Uh, We see the alphabet people taking over, and we see the absolute insane, irreparable, sterile-inducing damage that's been done to children, and teenagers in particular, through the trans agenda. Um, You know, we see countries at war, we hear rumors of wars, um, you know, leaders of nations are absolutely rigged against their people and are doing their best to, to, to quash the middle class. It's very easy to kind of wonder, God, where are you? But God already gave us the answer. He is in heaven. He is in your heart. He is in your tomorrow, making a way. He lives in eternity, and nothing that has been said has not been heard by him. Nothing that has been done has not by has not been seen by him. No thought, plan, or agenda that's gone through the minds of man has escaped his notice. He is a just God. Vengeance is his and he will repay. And he's a good God. And he looks after his children. So if at this time you start feeling discouraged or wondering where is God and all of this, is he just wrapping up all of reality like a garment and calling it quits? Has he already tagged out? No. The plans and purposes of God are good, perfect and pleasing. They're to give you a hope. And a future to a finished end that he is preordained and predestined. And all you need to do right now is trust that he knows what he's doing. That he will do what he has said. Because that is his word. And his word is who he is. And he is already in your future making a way. He goes with us. He goes before us. And he also takes up the rear behind us to protect us from threats coming from that direction too. So no God they fashioned, no demon they worship, no weapon they forged will achieve its ends. Because man has his plans, but it's God's plans who prevail. So be encouraged. All right, broski, what's you derived from those 11 verses while well, I look for my bookmark? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I, I think what Brandon said was very timely, very good. Um, yeah, God's in control of our days. Um, sometimes we live days that we go, why did that happen? Or why did this happen? Or man, if I was in control, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> um, but God knows what he's doing. He doesn't do things out of plan. His hand is never gone from the steering of our lives. Um, he doesn't just let go and go, Ha! figure
1: it out. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> um,
0: he's always in control of it. And so there's always a plan a purpose in it, even when we don't see it. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it's interesting. This whole section that talks about, they don't, like they don't see, they don't hear all these idols. Um, And it was an interesting, um, interesting Instagram reel I saw today that talked about a guy who said, I don't ask people if they're saved. I ask people, does Christ live within you? Um, Because there was like a Chinese man who he met, who he, this Chinese man had read, read all of the religious fiction or all of the religious books like the Quran and, torah yeah. and all those things and somebody asked him did you read the bible and he was like yeah i read the bible and they're like so what's the most what was the most impressive thing that you saw in there and they were expecting him to answer well jesus dying on the cross jesus being born of a virgin something along those lines mm. and he says no it's in uh, either ephesians or philippians where god says that he lives within everyone who follows and believes in him mm. uh, and So that's where this guy, who is a preacher, was like, that's what you should ask. Don't ask people if they're saved or not, because everybody claims to be saved. You know, you've got Barack Obama probably claims to be saved. Joe Biden probably claims Mm -hmm. to be saved. But does Christ live within you? Does Christ change your life? Um, And that's the difference between God and idols. He's alive. He's in Um, heaven. He does whatever he pleases. The idols don't the idols don't get to do anything they don't they can't move they can't see they can't hear they can't smell they don't touch they don't walk they can't speak and those who make them are like them so it's everyone who trusts in them so you th- you might think these days that people who worship idols that they're running the countries and they're doing all these things and they're terrible but they're just like their idols mm-hmm. they speak they might they you might think they speak, and they might speak and convince a bunch of people, but at the end of time, they're not they're not the one who gets the final word. God does. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how it ends with "He is their help and their shield," repeated three times. Um, so to, through verse eleven, He is their help and their shield. He is their help and their shield, um, and that's something you can rely on with God. That's the Trinity. That's each part you can rely on. Amen. He is their help and their shield. So God is their help and their shield. Jesus is their help and their shield. The Holy Spirit is their help and their shield. And so those of us who fear the Lord, which is the prerequisite to trusting the Lord, you have to realize that God is in control of everything before you can trust him because you have to realize there is a God in control of everything and then you have to realize that he's worthy of your trust. Um so dark days come Dark days go. Difficulties come. Difficulties go. But God remains. He does whatever he pleases. And he doesn't do things to be cruel. That's um, hard to say sometimes when you're going through things. Because you're like, that feels pretty cruel. Like, why would you put me through this? But there's always a purpose. It might not reveal itself until down the road. Until... Something else comes along and you realize, hmm, I was I went through that, that terrible situation so that I could handle this situation or something along those lines. So God is good. He's still working. He's still taking care of us. Um, I'm preaching this to as much to my heart as I am to you um, because I am so easily swayed by situations and things that come into my heart in life, and I don't always go back to this, that... He is our help and our shield. He protects us. If Christ is in us and we fear him and trust him. Why, how, why would we ever complain? Because <laughs> he, he knows exactly what's going to happen. And even if good things that we think should work out for us and he takes them away from us, that's okay because the greatest thing that will ever happen to us is being with him forever. Nothing's ever going to compare to that. So look forward to that day. Um, I'm not
1: saying just go out and be like,
0: ah, end my life so I can see Jesus quicker. But
1: he's going to come. (laughs) Yes, we're definitely not saying that.
0: (laughs) Definitely not saying (laughs) that. But
1: uh, (laughs) we don't need another joke. There will come a day
0: (laughs) when you will stand before him, and you have to decide: Do you are you going to trust him, or are you going to trust what you think should have happened and what you think is going to happen with your life, and hand your plans over to him? There's no better way. Um, there's no better way than to trust and obey.
1: <laughs> Ooh, very <laughs> prophetic. Sounds even more special because of <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> and singing, speaking of of rhymes, I believe you're familiar with a, a rap of Psalm 115 1. You're, you're not escaping without singing it. I pound right. the people rap.
0: Um. So this is done by Shylin. It's called The Glory of God. I believe it's quoted directly from this chapter. And here's how it goes: Not unto us, not intrigue. unto us, but to your name be the glory. Not unto us, not unto us, but to your name be the glory.
1: <laughs> oh okay, yeah, that was more than enough. Okay, <laughs> you know block that from our minds me he did it. Hey, laughing okay. track, our clapping track, a pause track, all the woo tracks. We'll put them all in <laughs> and post production. <them. laughs> all right. Well, thank you so
0: much for listening today. Um, <laughs> you, of course, can find us on Spotify, Apple, and all of your podcast places that are connected to those. Um, You can send us an email from Dublin to Cleveland, gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We have a new website. (laughs) It's better than it was before. So it's from Dublin to Cleveland.com. You don't have to go to weird pod page place. It's just from Dublin to Cleveland.com. Super cool. Uh, So check that out sometime. Um, And you can hear all the, all the episodes are on there and all that fun stuff. And Maybe we'll upload more on there. Who knows? Um, but thank you for listening, um, and hopefully we will see you again next week. Anything you want to add before they go, Brendan?
1: Yeah, you know what? Even just on that line about God living in heaven and doing as he pleases, it reminded me of a passage, actually, from the Chronicles of Narnia. The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, I believe it is. I know I said it loud. It could actually be the Silver Chair. I think it's the Silver Chair. And it's when Jill first meets Aslan beside the sea. Aslan's this incredible, mighty lion. Jill is this girl who's just arrived in Arnia. And um, she approaches this lion cautiously, and she starts asking him some questions. And Aslan says, you know, I have killed and eaten men and women and children too. He's not a tame lion, but he is... Strongly symbolic of Jesus throughout the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember as a child reading this thinking, he wasn't as bad in the movies. Uh, And it kind of jarred with me, actually. But I'm not saying Jesus is going around killing children. People, relax. (laughs) But the point it was really driving through is that Jesus is the Lion of Judah, but he's not a tame lion. He does as he pleases, unrepentantly, um, because he's working all things towards a set, determined, and prosperous end. So, like what Logan said, you know, sometimes there'll be something in your life, maybe a job, opportunity, that you thought was just properly made for you, but it slips through your fingers the last uh, hurdle. Yeah. You know, even in the Garden of Eden, there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There was good knowledge to be gained from that tree, but it wasn't right for Adam and Eve. The revelation um, that could have come from that tree was soured by the evil. There was a corruption there. Um, Adam and Eve knew a heck of a lot, they walked in revelation knowledge, and God would have revealed absolutely anything to them that he thought they needed to know. But it was not right for them to eat of that tree. So there will be times in your life when there are things that you think are good, and maybe in and of themselves they are. Could be a church ministry, could be an opportunity, could be a job, could be a relationship with someone you think you are made for. (sighs) But Jesus knows if it's right or not, and he's not a tame lion, and he will devour it if he has to, he'll end it if he has to, he'll take it from you if he has to, and just know that in his sovereignty, he has that right, he has that will, and that's okay, because he's been in your tomorrow, he has seen every second of eternity, Before the first second of eternity ever came to pass. And there are no seconds in eternity, because eternity has no time. Try to get your heads around that one. (laughs) Yeah. But he's seen it all. He does know what's best. And what he does is to prosper you, to set you up to win. And sometimes, you know what? It sucks at the time. and you feel cheated, or hard done by, or like gods rigged against you and out to get you no he's a good good father he absolutely loves you because love is who he is he is life so he knows how to give you an abundantly blessed one he is the definition of grace and that is what you walk in abundant exceeding grace and just remember friends that god is absolutely good So my prayer for you is that you would grow in the revelation of who God is and his purposes, plans, and designs for your life this week. And if there are certain doors and windows he has shut, and maybe you've been feeling angry towards him or resentful or disappointed, and maybe you didn't even want to admit it to yourself, but you have. I've been there too. I pray that God would heal your heart of the offense you've taken with him. That he'd soften your heart to trust him more. And that you would know that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are mighty shields. They are your help in time of need. And they are, if you allow them to, leading you towards a prosperous and fruitful end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. And amen.
0: Amen. We'll see you all next week, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
1: Cheerio, friends.